Hey there and happy October. It is great to be moving our way into fall and with this I really want to spend some time in the upcoming months talking about all things Halloween, all things October, all things from do you do the switch switch to is your kid really acting as crazy as you think they are because they've had so much candy to how do you utilize a responsive feeding approach on holidays and around holidays like Halloween, where there's just going to be so much extra access to some of the foods that you may not always have around, but there's also a lot less structure and opportunities for grazing on candy. And so how do we handle all these things? And I've made an extensive list of topics that I am going to touch on in each of the coming days of the coming weeks in this upcoming month. But I wanna invite you also to make sure that you can ask me a question anytime that you want, but particularly as we get into this series, I would love to hear from you. So go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash ask. That's just A-S-K right after veggiesandvirtue.com. And let me know the questions you have. If you already know top of mind concerns that you're wondering about how to handle all the candy and the events of the upcoming month, hop on over there right now, leave me a voice memo, and I would love to address it in one of the upcoming episodes. Otherwise, let's get into today's show. All right, walk through this picture with me for a minute. You're going to probably wonder where the heck I'm going with this, but just track with me for a second. Because I'm wondering if any of you, particularly those of you with dogs, have ever gone outside in the dark and say you need to go get something that maybe the kids left out in the yard, maybe their water bottle for school the next day, or their shoes, or whatever it might be. You just need to go out in the yard at dark. And as you're walking through the yard, I almost can't even say this without like physically doing the movement. So if you have a dog, you know exactly what movement I'm talking about, but you're just kind of hopping around, hoping that you're not gonna step in a landmine of your dog's poop. And yes, I just went there with you on this episode. So forgive me if I just introduced more potty talk into your car while you're waiting in the carpool line or whatever it might be, because it's not the point, but I am gonna use a few references here, but I promise it doesn't get beyond the PG word of poop. But beyond that, I want you to think about this because every time that I have done this very thing, I feel like what I'm trying to do is dodge an issue. It isn't because there aren't actually plenty of issues. There aren't actually plenty of piles of poop that my kids do actually need to pick up. The problem is that I don't have the vision or the path to safely walk through my yard in the dark. And so... What happens is I do this funny little hop dance where I'm trying to only really have my big toes touch down just in case one of them lands in an, you know, unsuspecting pile of something I don't want to stick my foot in. And so what happens is I begin concentrating more of my attention on avoiding that sensation, that feeling of my foot landing in that nasty pile of dog poop than I do on the way the moon looks at night, the way fresh grass does feel on my the way the wind sounds as it blows through the trees and the leaves fall because I get so stuck on focusing on avoiding that adverse outcome 
that I miss it. I miss it all. And in case you've never listened to the show before, welcome. I'm Ashley Smith and I'm a pediatric dietitian. And this example is what I think of when I think of families entering into the month of October. Because what I see is that we all begin just walking blindly through the month and we know that the month holds dozens, if not more, landmines. It's the perpetual being booed by our neighbors on a Thursday. And then there's a class costume party on Friday. And on Saturday, we're going to a cookie decorating party. And on Sunday, there's a trunk or treat at church. And then, oh, happy Halloween. It's on a Monday this year. And so it feels like we just can't escape or avoid this candy explosion that takes over during the month of October. And so rather than coming up with a plan and having an actual vision for how we want to navigate the course of the calendar and the reality of candy being around us and our kids, we all just try our best to dance around the sugar as if we're running through the yard trying to avoid stepping in dog poop. And it's almost as if we think if we just close our eyes and pretend that these potential challenges, issues don't exist, that we won't step in them, that we won't fall into these traps, that we won't struggle with these things. But I can tell you from working with so many families that we all have to get these thoughts under control. We all have to address what is our plan. Because while we might be able to run through the yard every once in a while that way, or walk through October or a few of the events in October without a plan and without perspective on how we as a family want to handle Halloween and candy and sweets and treats and everything like that, you can't do that forever. That's not a strategy. That's not a plan. That's literally running through your yard doing a funny dance your neighbor would look at, hoping to not end up in a pile of you-know-what. And so I just want us to go into this month realizing that we need more. We need more than just a haphazard approach where we just hope for the best. And what I want to warn you about is we miss it. We miss it. We miss all the sweet aspects of Halloween. We miss the kids squealing from door to door as they go trick-or-treating the night of because we're already calculating how much candy have they already had. We miss the opportunity to just kneel down next to them in their little classroom and put copious amounts of orange-colored frosting on the sugar cookie with them because we're thinking they do not need more sugar. And we miss these little moments that are so valuable to kids because we can't stop thinking about the sugar. And the sugar is the evil that we are out to get. And we're not seeing that Halloween and the month of October is an opportunity. It is not only a sweet opportunity for us as moms to just relish in the stage that our kids are at and to get to be that person who does Halloween with them and who hasn't yet been replaced by other social events and other friends who they're going to trick or treat with and that. But we get to be this person in their life right now. And we get to show them how to enjoy candy, how to enjoy sugar, how to self-regulate, how to decide if this candy is really something we enjoy and want to eat or could kind of care less about. How to include these aspects of life that are real life. Because what we don't want to do is to shelter our kids so much or to restrict them so far that we're missing not only these sweet and sentimental and sacred moments, with our children as moms, but we're missing these moments that are so impressionable in these little bodies 
and in these growing habits of how they're going to eat and how they're going to perceive sweets and treats and things like that for the rest of their life. But none of us are doing what needs to be done and coming up with a plan that doesn't end us in that pile of poo. We're just hoping for the best. And we're running through all the holiday and the Halloween festivities, hoping that's not the end result. So while this episode and really none of my episodes are going to touch on whether you believe we should celebrate Halloween or whether you believe we shouldn't, I believe that's a personal choice. And as a Christian and within the Christian community, I know that it's one that um, is often debated on which way to go. And so that's not something that I'm going to cover or dive into here on the show. I'm happy to talk about it with you privately. If you'd like to email me or message me, I'm happy to talk about that somewhere else. But for the purpose of this show and the purpose of this upcoming month, what my hope and my goal is, I will be able to show you how to handle each and every situation that's going to come up as it pertains to candy and added sugar and those situations that we just feel like are very sticky because we don't know how to avoid the inevitable. We don't know how to avoid that landmine and stepping on it that our kid is either a total wreck because all they've had is sugar or the fear that we have that we're trying to balance out tolerating and allowing a certain amount of sugar and setting up that food neutrality and making sure that our kids do have healthy relationships with all foods and yet still making it feel to us as moms that their sugar intake is in an age-appropriate amount of moderation. Or that we're wondering how to handle these kinds of situations when we're around a lot of other families and a lot of other parents and people who may feed their families differently. They may approach sugar differently than us. They may be really liberal and allow complete free-for-all all all the time. Or they may be really strict and rigid and really absorbed in more of a diet culture type of thinking. And we want to be careful to not project that on our kids. There are so many adverse things that we can be fixating our attention on as we enter in October that ultimately take us away from what matters. Take us away from the moments that we want to look back on. Take us away from the memories that we're building with our kids in the years where we get to do it. We get to be the ones who are the first ones to see them in their costume. And let's be real, we're the ones helping them get into their costumes. But we are their friends of choice at this age and stage for most of us. I know some of you have a little bit older kids. And so the scarcity of time there in enjoying Halloween with your kids is even more limited and even more precious and sacred. But in these early years that we're so worried about each and every morsel that they're eating and putting in their bodies, we risk also missing the moments that as a mom and a mom of three and a mom who has definitely uh, played food cop around Halloween more than I would like to admit in my early years, my hope and my prayer is that this series in October is going to spare you from some of that. And even more so, generationally, it's going to spare your kids from some of that dialogue and those opinions and the actions that are ultimately doing more to harm than to help them when it comes to building a healthy relationship with food. So what do we need to do in order to prepare for this month? First, what I want you to do is make sure you are subscribed to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. This is a simple way that you'll know each time an episode is up. All you have to do to subscribe is tap on the three little dots that are on the top right of the Apple podcast player. And so you'll tap on it. It'll give you a drop down of options and you just tap that first option where it says follow show. 
And then when you look at your library within Apple Podcasts, the Veggies and Virtue show will show up there and it'll show you any episodes that you've either recently missed or want to catch up on. Next, number two thing I want you to do is make sure that you get my weekly newsletters. The main reason for this is then you're aware of when the episodes go live, but you're also the first to know when other upcoming events are happening, such as things like my seasonal muffin club, which will be kicking off in early November. So in order to get on my emails so that you know all that kind of information and you know when each of these October episodes goes live, you can go to veggiesandvirtue.com slash join. Third, what I want you to do is to share this episode with a friend. As I mentioned on Apple Podcast, you can just tap the three little dots and follow the show, but you can also click to share the show or to copy the link and pass it out to a friend via text or something like that, or put it on your social if you so choose. But I want you to think about that, especially as we go in to the Halloween season and thereafter the holiday season, because our schedules are saturated with social events. And I want you to think about building up that support system that you have and how you approach feeding your kids. Because if the Veggies and Virtue community is something that aligns with you and your family values, the best way to ensure that you are helping support your child to be raised with healthy habits and ultimately to be surrounded by people who also help shape a healthy relationship with food and healthy eating patterns in their life is to get on the same page as them. And the easiest way for you to do that, rather than saying, oh, hey, this random girl I listen to on podcasts, just send them a link to this show. Send them a link to this episode and talk about how together you guys can listen to this series in October about how to handle things with Halloween. Or as conversations and questions come up with you and friends or you and family about all the sugar and, you know, is food dye toxic? And is your kid really acting crazy when they only eat Reese's peanut butter cups for an afternoon snack and all the things that might just come up as a part of mom life, share the show or send them this link so that you guys can have an evidence-based but grace-laced approach to how to handle things like sweets and treats with not only your own kids, but with one another's kids as you create a village around your families. The fourth and final thing, which I would kind of say is more of like a bonus step, if you so choose, if questions do come up for you, or if even as I've been talking today, something immediately just kind of like came to mind, or you kind of had that stirring in your spirit, where you're like, I just wish I could ask Ashley, fill in the blank, whatever that might be, please know that you can always send me your voice memos at veggiesandvirtue.com slash ask, A-S-K, that's all you have to do. I before said ask hyphen Ashley, and that's just kind of a mouthful. So know that right now and moving forward, you can just use veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash ask and just go. And you can leave me a one minute voice memo saying, Ashley, I'm wondering about this. Ashley, I'm worried about this. Ashley, we have this event coming up. I don't know how we're going to handle it. It feels like I'm dodging a landmine of dog poop. What do I do? Let me know because... Like I said, I have a long list of episode content coming up, but I have reserved a few spaces for the questions submitted by moms like you. So if you have a question, send it in to me. I'd love to answer it in the upcoming month and make sure that we get you equipped so that you and your family do have a plan of how to go about Halloween and how to approach this month. And so make sure that you're turning back in on Wednesday when we dive into this not so high level as today's episode, but instead we begin to walk through what that blueprint is and what that plan is for you to avoid that awkward dance in the dark of trying to avoid piles of dog poop, but instead so that you have a plan going into the holiday and also the Halloween season 
that you feel confident trying out and ultimately that doesn't make you distracted from enjoying all the sweet moments that you do have in the month ahead with your little ones.